0: Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first ten minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is March 1528. Cardinal Wolsey has been tasked by Henry VIII to get his marriage to Catherine of Aragon annulled. If his plans don't work, he'll be out of a job. He needs to look at his career options, so decides to visit a coach. Why don't you tell me a bit about your education, your schooling, Mr. Wolsey?
1: Cardinal, please.
0: Mr. Cardinal.
1: Oh, forget it. I got my degree from Oxford before I was 15.
0: I'm just going to put classic over a overachiever.
1: Then I got my master's in less than two years after that.
0: And what did you specialise in?
1: Divinity, obviously. N- not law.
0: Do you have a doctorate? Dr Wolsey has a nice ring to it.
1: Yes, but I didn't study for it. I was given it. Later. But back then I just wanted to get into work. My father died, you see
0: what was your first job then?
1: I was appointed a senior bursar at Oxford University.
0: Friends in high places, eh? And why did you leave?
1: I was removed from my post. What for? For exceeding my authority. Apparently, I misallocated funds to speed up the building of a tower for Mortling College. So you were sacked? I wasn't sacked. I was reassigned. Okay. I gave Oxford Cardinal College, so we parted on good terms.
0: Not called that now, though, is it? So, uh, what next?
1: While I was at Oxford, Thomas Grey, the Marquess of Dorset, had three sons. I gave them tuition.
0: And was that rewarding?
1: Well, I got rewarded. So does that count? Grey offered me the parish of Lymington.
0: Was that good timing, career-wise?
1: Yes, literally. They did an inspection at Maudlin and found some unscrupulous practices.
0: Um, what?
1: Apparently, someone was charged with baptising a cat. They were using the occult to discover the whereabouts of treasure.
0: Someone, huh?
1: No idea who. So, next job? When Grey died, I was appointed as one of the two chaplains to Henry Dean, the new Archbishop of Canterbury. Nice promotion. Indeed. Got to move into Lambeth Palace. London waiting. Ka-ching! And then the Archbishop died. Oh. So, I was appointed to the staff of Sir Richard Manfan, Deputy Lieutenant of Calais.
0: Calais?
1: Calais was the hub of English affairs. It was the only territory in France still in English hands.
0: And how long were you there?
1: I was there four years, learning government administration.
0: Sounds like fun. Then, Don't tell me he died.
1: Yes, actually. But before he did, he commended me to King Henry VII himself. In what role? I mean,
0: reader of last rites sounds right up your street at the rate you get through, Bosses.
1: I became his royal chaplain. Luckily, Henry always valued ability more than nobility. And so, even though I was a commoner, I got the job. Was that job stressful? It was. I had more than one job to do. I'm sorry? I got dispensation from the Pope to hold a maximum of four positions simultaneously, with a leave of absence from all of them. Hang on. You were given four jobs, but you were absent from all of them. It wasn't unusual. But usually when you go higher up the ladder, you let the lower rungs go. I just kept collecting them. I was made Dean of Lincoln, for example.
0: And collected all the salaries as well, presumably.
1: Of course. And then... Henry died. Why didn't I see that coming? But the new King Henry was young, so I saw that as an opportunity.
0: And he might live longer than the others.
1: He appointed me as his royal almoner. I was like a kind of mentor. Steered him through tasks that he didn't know how or didn't want to do.
0: Well, that's a pattern that's lasted ever since, isn't it?
1: But I kept collecting positions. Canon of Hereford, Vicar of Torrington, Prebend of St George's Chapel, Dean of Hereford, Canon of York, Registrar of the Most Noble Order of the Garter.
0: Flippin'.
1: And then Privy Council.
0: How did you find enough hours in the day? Oh no, I'm sorry, He didn't show
1: up for any of them. We... Had a good relationship, then. I would echo his plans, confirm his reading of events, and console him in defeat.
0: I think that's called a
1: yes-man. Then I was appointed Dean of St Stephen's, Westminster, and Dean of York. Then Bishop of Lincoln, William Smith, the previous incumbent, had died.
0: Another one bites the dust.
1: Then I became Archbishop of York when Bainbridge died. Rumour has it he died from poisoning. But there's no proof of that.
0: I'm starting to feel like I've got England's greatest serial killer with me in here. You shouldn't
1: treat me any different to anyone else. I don't get special treatment.
0: (laughs) Now that's not true, is it? I don't know what you mean. Well, I hear rumours that you broke canon law. Priests are supposed to remain celibate, but you've got a mistress and two children with her. (coughs) I've also got it on good authority that you bypass official processes. What do you mean? Normally, the king writes to his secretary, who then writes to the Lord Privy Seal, who then writes to the Lord Chancellor, who then writes instructions.
1: Correct.
0: I heard you went straight to the Lord Chancellor instead of going through the proper channels.
1: I was just being efficient. Hmm. So now you're a cardinal? Now that was a challenge. Was it? I want to be the Pope one day, so this was a step towards that. How's that? As a cardinal, I'm able to directly influence the election of any future pope.
0: I see where this is going.
1: I also have power over all the religious houses in England.
0: How did you manage to get that job then?
1: I drafted a letter to get the royal signature.
0: You wrote your own reference from the king?
1: Yes. Yes. I had to wait a year before I got it. And even then, I'm not a cardinal for life. It can't be taken from me.
0: I'm playing the world's smallest violin right now.
1: And don't even talk to me about the quest for my cardinal's hat and ring. You're what now? I got tired of waiting for my official hat, so I wrote to the Pope. Instead of asking for violet, I asked for red. Um, isn't that the Pope's (sighs) colour? You sound like him. So the hat eventually arrived at Dover, but the chap carrying it just put it in a bag and was going to carry it to London like it was any other hat. Can the hat talk or something? So I stopped him, dressed him up and sent him back to Dover. Start the trip again with more pomp. What? A triumphal pageant. My plan was that nobles and officials would come out to pay reverence to the hat on its way up to London. A pageant for
0: a hat.
1: I should also mention I'm now Lord Chancellor. Does that come with a special hat? Still not Archbishop of Canterbury. He gets a good hat. Hang on, you're Lord
0: Chancellor? Yes. The head of the English judicial process? Yes. But you don't have a law degree or any legal training?
1: No. But I'm also Bishop of Durham, Bishop of Winchester, Abbot of St Albans and Salisbury, and I've taken no monastic vows of any kind. Right. And 15 years after being made Archbishop of York, I've only visited once.
0: I'm not sure what you need me for. You seem to have been very lucky career-wise. My heart
1: isn't in it. What do you mean? I don't treat the crime of heresy as harshly as I should. Uh, Example? One man was brought before me for hiding heretical books under his bed, but I excused him because he was a musician. I hope at least he was a good musician. And I don't think my lifestyle is compatible with the new reform measures.
0: I don't understand.
1: Apparently, my life epitomises the ecclesiastical life that is in most need of reform. So I've heard.
0: Like what?
1: They say that I tell my clergy to be modest, charitable and self-sacrificing while I myself live the life of a prince. And do you? I do Believe that pomp and splendour are essential to my job, and there should be no compromise.
0: So the rumours are true, then?
1: At 8am, a train of nobles and gentlemen accompany me on my short journey to Westminster.
0: This is your daily commute, yes?
1: Two great crosses are at the helm of the procession followed by myself on a mule and a man carrying my hat. Others clear the path in front. Well, of course
0: the hat gets its own staff member.
1: I am known to overindulge, but it's not a problem.
0: Because you're doing Atkins?
1: I have a dispensation that allows me to avoid the abstinence and fasting imposed by the church.
0: Yeah, I can see why everyone dislikes you now.
1: It got worse when I was given Hampton Court Palace. It covers nearly eight acres and has nearly 1,000 rooms. Does the hat have its own room?
0: I'm surprised the hat even fits on your head, to be honest.
1: I remember when Pope Leo X died. He wasn't suffocated by a hat, was he? I was so sure I was going to be Pope, but no.
0: Don't tell me you blackmailed
1: someone but then the replacement pope adrian the 6th died oh really getting through them, aren't they by then i'd made a few mistakes with henry so a grand gesture was needed to keep him on side
0: oh no not the hat
1: i offered to swab hampton court palace for the king's palace in richmond
0: well that was a canny move and you got to keep the hat
1: hadn't got much choice He's in love with Anne Boleyn now. Is he? The stupid girl who fell in love with Henry Percy when he was a member of my household.
0: Hates you as well, does she?
1: I forbid their marriage. Said she wasn't good enough. And now she's shagging the king, for goodness sakes.
0: Not sure there is much shagging going on, actually.
1: So Henry's dumped the responsibility onto me to get Catherine... Out of his hair.
0: What have you tried so far?
1: Well, last year I summoned Henry to appear before me at York House and charged him with living in sin with his brother's widow. It was a mock trial, really.
0: What did you say?
1: I said I was duty bound to investigate the validity of the marriage. So the plan was. The plan was that I was going to find that Henry had been living in sin for 17 years. That was the plan.
0: And what happened to the plan?
1: Just at that time, the Pope fled for his life and was under siege from the Emperor. He became a Pope that was not capable of sanctioning any actions that would be intolerable to the Emperor's aunt, Catherine.
0: So what did that mean?
1: It meant that my trial could only say that the marriage was open to doubt. But we couldn't make a firm ruling. The Pope would never have supported it.
0: Oh dear. So then what did you suggest?
1: That I go to France in person. That the princes should withdraw their allegiance and then I would take control of the church on the Pope's behalf. Deputy
0: Pope? Deputy Pope?
1: I would convoke an assembly of cardinals which would oversee the Pope's administrative affairs while he was held captive. Then I could secure the Pope's freedom and guarantee the compliance of the annulment.
0: They saw you coming, didn't they?
1: You see, my solution is to accept the non consummation of the first marriage and therefore to invalidate the dispensation on technical grounds. You've lost me. If the marriage between Catherine and Arthur had not been consummated in the first place, then the dispensation had dealt with a non-existent impediment and was therefore without authority.
0: For someone with no legal training, you sound remarkably like a lawyer.
1: I've drawn up a communication for the Pope to sign, bestowing on me the absolute power as if I were the Pope.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going to sign that.
1: It would give me the power to relax, limit or moderate divine law. Which means? It means the Pope could ratify all my actions upon regaining his freedom after the work is done, so to speak. It's a done deal.
0: Have you told Henry of this plan?
1: Yes, why?
0: Because what's stopping the king directly appealing to the Pope on his own and bypassing you?
1: Well, now you see why I'm here. If that does happen, I'll be of no more use to him. I'll need a fallback career. Does it have
0: to come with a hat as part of the uniform? Because that does limit options slightly.
1: Just something that will keep me in the manner to which I have become accustomed. You mean rich? Yes.
0: In that case, you might want to get into tech.
1: Are you making fun of me?
0: No. If I had to pick a sector to go into, it would be tech. It's full of billionaires.
1: You know, I have an ongoing superstition in my mind that my fall from grace will be brought about by a woman. Have you? I just thought that woman would be a queen, not someone trying to get me to be the next... Jeff Bezos? Bless you.
0: Next time, it's Thomas More and the Comedian. And they say men aren't funny. (laughs) The Lost Text of History Podcast is a Since 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact check what you've heard on this person, visit our website losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Synth79p and use the hashtag losttapesofhistory.